One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Red Men. It is Liverpool versus Cardiff. It is the match build-up show. We are here. I, let's get stuck into it. We've just done an unfeasibly long amount of pleasurable time talking about the uh, the midweek win over Red Star Belgrade, but now we're going to talk about uh, the Premier League. And Chris, it feels like having come through a little bit of a, a, a tricky spell, it's time now for us to start to gather a bit more momentum again. I think so. I think, you know, the confidence looked like it was back on the side from Wednesday night, didn't it? And I think you want to be able to carry that over against Cardiff. And listen, we're going to probably trot out lines like they, they, they can't be underestimated. And I'm sure Klopp will be telling the players all that. I'd like to see us be fired up to go and slaughter them. Yeah. That's what I want to be. I, I, I'd want my managers to be going in there and go, you're better than these. Look what you've done to them at the weekend. This side is struggling at the moment. Let's go and put some pressure on Manchester City, Tottenham, Chelsea in this league are all going to play later than us. And let's force them to play from behind. And that's what we've got to do now. We've got to turn it up and try and open a gap up when we can. Yeah. This is a perfect opportunity to do that. We wanted us to go and battle Huddersfield, Dad, and it never quite materialised, unfortunately. I'd like to think there were some extenuating well, we circumstances. We said Huddersfield, Red Star and Cardiff for the three games. If you didn't score goals against them, then you could start worrying. Yeah. Well, we've scored against Red Star, so we, we could have been Red Star. We have to keep six that or seven going. easily by the, we have by to, the end. Of you that. have to keep that momentum going, though, don't we? I, but I think that with regards to like the Huddersfield one, it feels like excuses, but kind of whatever. We can, we can do what we want, can't we? To put a positive spin on things. Um, off the back of the international break, and to be fair, the atmosphere at, at Huddersfield going away, they're a very, they're a very actually a better side than I think that, that people give them credit for. Cardiff have got the second worst defensive record in the Premier League so far. Yes, they've just got they've just picked up a win against Fulham, which has dragged them out of the relegation zone. But you'd expect them to be right down there coming in. And yes, there's the Neil Warnock factor, but look, you know this is not the Championship. You know where he where he thrives, where he live where he lives for, um, where he will end up again in the, in the not too distant future. Is this he is, the winningest manager in the championship? Probably, ever? probably up there. Probably up there with your your Tony Pulises and your and your Dave The thing is, I've no no clue how they will approach the game at all. Really, I have no clue whether Cardiff will just park two buses, or whether they think, "Oh, what the hell? Let's just play some football." I can't. We've just see had them. a first win. Let's... Yeah, I can't see them <coughs> doing anything but trying to come out with as much pride. He's old school. As possible. He's old school, isn't he, Warnock? Yeah. So I think 
those older managers are like, let's try and take a point. Yeah. Whereas I think some of the newer ones, you know, you think of sides that have come up who want to play a little bit of expansive football are like, if we're going to get beat, let's go down swinging. Let's yeah. try and take the three points yeah. while we get beat. And to be Warnock fair, it won't be like that. And to be fair, you've got as much chance either way, really, haven't you, Sam? With us, you know, yeah. you, you, you can cause us problems, but I, I'm far more confident about that since the, the you know, obviously the arrival of, of Van Dyke and the emergence of Gomez at centre half. Etc. The defence, yeah, yeah, yeah. We don't have as many concerns in that regard. There still will be some over a team that wants to come and defend for their lives, but it's Anfield, and having had the Red Star game, I think the lads will be going in there. Just with, there's the proof there that they can do it again. Well, which I think helps. The, 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 the thing I love is what we haven't conceded since February. Um, this year, wasn't it? So yeah. it's, 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 you know, it's knocking on about eight months. Yeah. And also we haven't been beaten at Anfield since, was it Swansea in 2000? Very beginning yeah. of 17. Yeah, yeah, Premier League games, bread and butter. So I, I, I think I had that win last week, card Warnock's already put 3-0 on his Super 6. Honestly, <laughs> I'm telling you right now. He's happy. You know what? It'll be an hard game. We'll get beat here. No one will say nothing. That's exactly what Soft Lab Mason's going to predict and we'll move on. Yeah. I think they're coming to get this game out the way and look at next week, whoever they've got in that sort of middle, lower half of the table. But they'll have been looking last night at Red Star to, to, to try and... Um, looking at that game to try and find some answers what can we do and they've got nothing well we talked about it on the final word show some about how the goal difference thing and how it's yeah. the one it's been the one criticism of this Liverpool side and we, you know what, what we did was really interesting I don't want to retread over that I would highly recommend watching that show because it was a really interesting discussion but there's a there's no escaping the fact that this is a real opportunity for yeah. us to rack a, a couple of goals up and as well, considering obviously City have got a City have got a tough game as well. This is where those, yeah. this is where this the league will hopefully sort of start to level itself. Yeah. But again, ultimately, it is about us getting getting the points and letting the rest sort itself out. Mm-hmm. Well, these games tend to go two ways, don't they? You score early, maybe you go two 0 up in half an hour. Yeah. The game you can blitz them. If it's nil nil at half time, you might win it narrowly, or it's a, it's one of those hard games. It tends to be one way or the other, doesn't it? Yeah. But I think. The difference between you know, us and City this season has been simple. They've had games in between difficult games where they can just go and be free and blitz them. We haven't. We've had relentless games where we've had to win, nick it, hold on for dear life yeah. to the end of the game. They haven't really had that. Yeah. So now this is our turn. Yeah. Let's get out there and be positive yeah. and just, just go for it. But it's, it's interesting. We've now got a squad where we can change things if we need to. Yeah. You know, And I could easily see, and we've said this right at the start of the season, that if things aren't going quite so well, you can throw Sturridge on, or or Shakiri if he's not starting. You can throw them on later in the game to give you a totally different approach. Because if if the team's going to sit deep and you can't find space for Salah and Mane, then getting people in the box who can actually put the ball in the net, that's a totally different approach. The way these games have historically gone, I'm not saying necessarily against Cardiff or, or whatever, but what you kind of Sam's alluding to is if you don't score in the first 15 minutes we draw them games like you know and Stoke with a team the yeah. Tony Pulis prime Pulis Stoke <laughs> was exactly how all those games went if we didn't stick one in early you knew how it was going to go but I think you're dead right there is that with 20 minutes to go in a game now there's two there's, there's, there's at least two lads on the bench who can come in and you so I don't you don't feel like oh it's going to be one of them days you just go Okay, well, those lads haven't worked, but I actually back yeah. one of these lads to come in and be the, be the distance the, the, This Liverpool side now, they, they, they're not, we don't play the same way as we used to under Brendan Rodgers, where we used to come out and we used to try and blitz teams. If you look at the, the, the times when we score our goals, 
know, in the first half, we scored most of our goals in that last 15 minutes. We're, we're more like a boxer now where we come out and we just faint a few times, see what the other team's up to. We yeah. did it against Red Star in midweek. We felt them out for 20 minutes and we're like, okay, we now know what you're about. We know what we think is going to work against you and we'll crank it up a little bit towards the back end of the half. And that's what we're doing. We're a boxer going into the third and fourth, looking to exploit the weaknesses that they're showing us. We're very pragmatic in everything that we do now and everything's thought about whether we think so or not. It's telling because think about those when we started to really find form last season particularly at Anfield, that's how all those games went. You mm -hmm. know, I remember the Huddersfield game at, at home and it was it was kind of in the balance of it and you think, oh, what's going to happen here? And you get a goal. The 3-0 we beat them. You get a goal. I can't... I can't uh, yeah, it was. I think yeah. it was 0-0 half penalty, time. Yeah, I remember. Yeah. And, you, and you're like, oh, but we, 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 grew, we, as you say, we grew into the games. We, we got our foot on the ball. We asserted our dominance. We figured them all out and then we went, okay, this is how we're going to approach these games. I would like to see us go a bit more in this, I think this is one of those games where I'd like, particularly because we're playing first, it'd be nice to get this game won and then just go, there you go, Salah, there's half an hour off. Firmino, there's half an hour off. And then you've got a full week with rest as well. With, with Arsenal completely completely as the focus, looking, at, looking ahead would be a very nice way nice way to live. Um, the preferred 11s in a minute. We're going to have a little break before we do. We've done the Red News Roundup show on the RedmenTV.com. Um, we do that every single week. I've hosted it this week in the absence of Steve Hall. But talking about Hoffenheim midfielder Kerem Demirbay. Demirbay. Um, Liverpool reportedly <laughs> scouting him. And a little look at how, how we might fix it. And first of all, where are you going to make room for him in the squad at the moment? If this was in a year's time and Alana was coming towards the end of his in the time at Liverpool, picking yeah. up more injuries. Milner was getting, you know, closer to the end. Then I'd say, yeah, go for it. But I can't, I can't see where he's going to fit in. The main thing that I've seen from him is he's injured quite a lot. Yeah. Now, like last season, he missed fourteen gate, fourteen league games because of injury, which is nearly half the season. It's a smaller league in Germany, isn't it? Um, and a lot of it was an ankle ligament injury. And then he came back and he missed the first few games of this season with an ankle ligament injury as well. And then there's a few other thigh injuries and thigh strains. I think the last thing we need is another attacking, yeah. attacking minded midfielder who's injury prone. The, the thing for me, my immediate, immediate thing that I'm looking at, I'm looking at his stats and his goal return is that he doesn't score enough goals and he doesn't make and he doesn't assist yeah. enough goals for what we need. Because I, 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 I think Liverpool are going to go into this January window and unless we see a market increase in the output from any of our midfielders. Someone's got to take up that that oxygen chamber. Yeah, you can get that show on the redmentv.com. You get the first month free. Go in there, check it out. You can get the stats and tactics show. Everything we do is in podcast form as well, which you can get into your podcast apps. You can get all the stuff on the go. So yeah, a, a, a myriad of amazing Liverpool content and the perfect time to shine up as well. Um, gents, Preferred 11. Sam, I'll, I'll come to you first on this. Um, You've decided, having seen Fabinho absolutely dominate the midfield, that that'll do you for now. Yeah. Um, what? You've got, <laughs> Sorry, what? You've got Trent, Gomez, Van Dijk, Robbo uh, as your back four, Milner, Genie as your midfield two, but you've stuck with the front <laughs> four as it yeah. was in midweek. I just think Milner's been... We've got no... Obviously, Henderson and Cater are probably going to be unavailable, even yeah. if Cater's 50p on the bench, likely. I just think Milner's... Just deserved this spot this year. He's he's just been quality. Thought everything he does is thought out. He's hard enough. He's you know he battles, and I think one good game against you know a Serbian team who probably the equivalent of a Championship side over here. Realistically, maybe maybe lower lower Premier League, but I just think Milner deserves to be back in the side and 
you've had your go, son. Keep coming. Yeah, it's no, a hard I... man to please, is our Sam. <laughs> you know, the rest of the <laughs> mates, yeah, I can't. Fault. I'm, I'm not faulting them. I just think, I just think Jimmy's been quality this season. Yeah. No, so, I, I think it's I a reasonable, know. it's a reasonable point, isn't it? Because you, Milner doesn't deserve to not be in the team. You know, he's been. Life is full of awesome what ifs, and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust proof stainless steel hardware, weather ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Flawless, pretty much this season, and he's only out because he, you know, he obviously had the injury. He came back, we've then played him, and I yeah. suspect we're just making sure that he's he's in as good nick as possible. And uh, so, no, that does make does make reasonable sense. Uh, Dad, you've gone for I'm, you've given me a team with brackets. I'm going to go without your well, brackets. Yeah. For this. I'm exactly the same as um, the opposite of Sam. In, in that <laughs> I think we should play exactly the same team as we did against Red Star. But I actually think Klopp will play the team that Sam wants. All right, Sam. Okay, sorry, but mate. I think no, I don't. And to be fair, that I have gone almost identical to you, but only in that I've swapped Milner in for Genie because I think Genie probably could do with you know Milner's Milner's there. You know, you want to play him. I think Fabinho's shown what he can do. I see no reason why you can't play a very similar. I mean, this I, is physicality. I think would be a good. I'd thing like for the this same game. team, but I think he, he'll probably slip Genie into the defensive midfield role um, on his own. Okay, and put Milner and um, Milner and Shakiri as a more advanced thing. Yeah. And um, Chris, I, I've changed my back lineup, mate. I've gone with Gomez at right back and Lovren at centre half, and I um, sort of got one eye on the Arsenal game, and I think that that's what. The back four he might pick because I think that might be his best back four at the moment. Yeah, yeah. yeah I think with Gomez at right back. With Gomez at right back, yeah. I don't see that there's a particular drop off between playing Gomez at right back. You know, in the in the out in last week against Huddersfield and playing Trent there in poor poor air form than normal. Um, I think we'll be slightly worried about Arsenal's front three or front four or whatever that is. And maybe just to get that, give them a few more minutes together is probably not a bad shout. Plus, you've got the physicality of Cardiff and what they're going to do, those long balls. I think Lovren's good and very good at dealing with those types of situations. So I think yeah. it's a good mix of maybe planning for Arsenal and actually putting your best side out to beat Cardiff in it, a defensive sense. Well, it's an interesting job because I could see it working both ways. Like, personally, I think, our be- I, I think our best back five is the one with, with, with Trenton and what have you, but it's a case to be made of 
you switch to this and maybe in the knowledge that Trent does come back in for Arsenal because you want to play your best your best brand of footy in that game, whatever. But this is the thing again, we've got options. I, I think it's a it's a I think nailed on if we were playing Cardiff away in terms of the physicality of stuff. Yeah, I wonder whether do you think there's any concern about do you need go you go how you know, how much thing, we need the wide here, fullbacks? Here's the thing. We don't need to play our first eleven to be Cardiff. Yeah, we're good enough either way, and and that's that. You t- you're taking a bit of a risk, probably, aren't you, with not playing the two lads? But I believe that you know my Fabinho, Wijnaldum, Firmino, Salah, Shakiri, Mane is good enough yeah. to be Cardiff, and I and I I really think that what Gomez did at right back against Huddersfield as good as what Trent's done in any game this season. Yeah, I'm just maybe it's old school. I don't know, but I I don't think you should change your back four mm-hmm. or your back five at all if you don't have to. Yeah. I think they should play every game together because that's that ultimately will give you a better defense, and that's simply the reason I would yeah. not change. Lot, I think a lot of it will depend on where Klopp's at with Trent. I think, and I, I I think he was pulled deliberately over those two games. And I know we made the notion of I think he wants to get Lovren game time, and maybe it was just that balance of. Trent's played quite a lot. You mentioned it, I think, on the final words or something. He'd had a little dip in form as well. And he referenced in the press conference, didn't he, the other week about how it had been his birthday and all this kind of stuff. And he'd had loads of messages and he didn't want to interrupt that. And that felt a bit like maybe Trent's <laughs> just gone a bit like... Yeah. You know, a bit, a bit of the big I am or whatever for the week around his birthday, or whatever, and he's just, he's just, you know, he's, he's pulled yeah. on his leash a little bit and gone. Wait, don't forget, don't forget where you are. Um, so it depends on whether he, whether he sees a value in more, more minutes for Lovren or whether he wants to keep Trent. But, but I, for me, I, for me, if it was down to me, I think getting your most attacking team on the pitch in this. Yeah, I think. I- we saw where we fell down against Huddersfield, and I don't think this falls down by swapping Trent out for Gomez. By the way, because I think you're right. We've got enough. The goal quality. comes from Gomez's enough, ball into Shakiri. Yeah, yeah, we've got enough quality, generally speaking. You know, to, I, I to think you're, you're, I think you're right about Arsenal, by the way. But I think this weekend he'll go attacking. Yeah, because they've got all week to train for Arsenal. Yeah, that, that's it. And I think so. I think you are right about that, by the way. And I, what we've seen historically under Klopp is when he's got a week. It's the free hit, isn't it? Like, I mean, you don't see he tends not to rotate when he's got plenty of time. It's just whether the rotation comes on the back of having played the, the midweek yeah. game will be will be interesting. But let us know your preferred eleven in the comments uh, comments below on that. Um, just looking around, then fascinating weekend of, of football, obviously because we none of our rivals play on the Saturday. We get that game done. We get it out the way. Hopefully, we get to put our feet up Hopefully. with three points. Well, look, we'll be top of the, we you know we want to be top of the table. By three points come the end of Saturday, and then you get to enjoy the weekend. And obviously going into the Sunday, Chelsea travel to Burnley. Yeah, you know you'd expect you'd expect Chelsea to get that. Although, although you know if, if this was Burnley last season, you'd feel slightly more confident about it. Um, Palace host Arsenal. Exactly the same Hodgson's thing. Hodgson's ruined them. Hodgson's I love ruined them. I love so much. Sound that everyone. Where is this going? Roy Hodgson. Oh, if they, if you know, if they'd had that form in the back end of last season, all season they'd have finished seventh in the Premier League. <laughs> yeah. And everyone, yeah, but that's not how football works. No. Um, and Roy Hodgson's a terrible manager, and there will come a limit to his powers. Um, I'd like them to do a, to do something to Arsenal there. That would I, I'd like. I, it would be fabulous to go into the Arsenal game knowing that if they lost to Palace and we beat them. They're in a crisis because yeah. that's how Arsenal reacts. They love things. all that, don't they? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They are primed. They win for a 10 crisis. on the spin, lose one game, and it's crisis, isn't but it? But, like, you know, one, but then the Liverpool game becomes 
catastrophic because it's a bad result against Palace, but it's like, oh, it's just a setback to then lose to a team that they think they're there on level pegging with. But they don't do catastrophic. They, they don't season. do win or bust Arsenal. Every time it's like, oh, they've got to win this, they, they fuck it up. Yeah. They, they really do. They, they, yeah. just Arsenal not, fancy the mentality's not there. Week yeah. Moaning about yeah. it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Our, our, that's a tough game for Arsenal, because Palace, no matter what form they're at home, bring it. Yeah, against the good side. So yeah. I think that's a hard game. For Absolutely, them. and then Man United host Everton, which could be could be the world's most boring game of football ever. Everton. But it's it's but it's it's a, it's there for for Everton. I don't expect Everton to get anything from that game. Like I I expect you mentioned it before. I expect Lukaku to click again. He'll score a goal and they'll get But. I watched a bit of you know watched a bit of Everton um, last week oh. against Palace. Didn't have a choice. The only game on Super <laughs> Sunday <laughs> all day. I mean, come on. Super Sunday. Yeah. Yeah. They had match of the day too to themselves. Yeah, literally <laughs> brilliant. Um, but what? I, what the only I, time they've been first on in years. Everton have sneakily developed a really good squad of players there. You know, you looked at that team and they were the players they were able to bring on. Um, they, um, um, Marco Silva will play a good, a good brand of footy. They'll have, you know, I think the pace they've got there with Theo Walcott, he, he could have had a couple of goals against mm. Palace in the end. They might cause a problem. And then the big one uh, alluded to earlier, Monday night, City travelled to Spurs. But then again, Spurs. <laughs> but, but this is the thing, Spurs, you know, yeah, you just don't know what Spurs do you. But, look, Draw all day. Oh, with yeah. A draw there. With, I mean, don't get me wrong. There's some value to Man City finally getting beaten by someone. But in terms of I keep going back to this, our closest rivals cutting each other's throats. Draw. I want to. I want Spurs to win. Do you? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, they're still close though. They're two they? points behind us. Like, but they, they, I think they've got the smaller squad. And I think, you know, we were talking about it before the show, earlier this morning. And they're going to be in the Europa League. If, they're in the Europa, if, they're in, if they get to the Europa League and they've got all them lads who got to the semi-finals of the World Cup and all them Belgian lads, you know, mm. the English lads, back end of the season, they, they might have a big drop-off. Um, they do, they I don't do expect Spurs to last the pace, boys. Yeah. Whereas City, I do. I think it's still about they are the number one. Yeah, yeah. They're the team that you've got to claw ahead. Yeah, so draws for me is not good enough. I know what you're saying. Yeah, it makes sense. I think these are the games where we're going to start to see uh, it's compression up at the top again, isn't it? Where you know there's only a couple of points separating the top five mm. five teams. Really, these are the games where you start to. This, it's up to City because if City win this. Then I think this is where the, 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 you know, the top two start to start to stretch away, which yeah. is what I think will happen. In, you, you, in the, in the division, you look at it as a, if you were a Manchester City fan and, and you get beat at Spurs, you go. Liverpool have been moaning about the games that they've played this season, but they <laughs> went to Spurs and beat and, them. And yeah. You know what I mean? And we know that our fixture list hasn't been as difficult as Liverpool's. Do we have to start taking them very seriously? And if that's getting into the fan base, that's getting into the mentality of the players, and that's when it starts to become difficult for them the, to pick themselves up and go again. The hope is with Spurs, they've been they've been awful in Europe, haven't they, so far? And the, the, you might be looking for a bit of a, a reaction there. You know, they're so they're so close, as we say, to being to being mm. in the Europa League or not even in Europe. They they'll be looking for a reaction, and hopefully, big game, big game to get up for. Ah, Home <laughs> in a bit of commas. Can we laugh about the advert? Oh, about the you know, what, what, what it was. So, so it's been plastered all over. You know, the only place to watch Champions League football in London this year because none of the other times oh, yeah. into the Champions League. They never actually got to play a game of Champions League football at their new stadium. They'll probably be out oh, yeah. of it 
by the time that the, the new stadium opens. <laughs> what was three months ago the greatest piece of banter marketing ever has now just completely blown up in the face. But uh, they put the pressure pure, on Paul, so pure, it's fine. Pure spares, the pressure. that is it. Pure spares. Um, yeah, let's know I think the rivals are going to get on this weekend. Let's have some score predictions before we wrap up, Sam. 3 0. Okay. Give one a <laughs> You're going six. 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 Nil. One or nil? Nil. We won't concede that. I normally go for the same score as you, so fuck it, why not? Six nil. <laughs> oh, no, three nil, three nil, I'm going to say Sam. Five nil, Liverpool. It's right. Yeah. I love right the confidence. Is, why not? Why not? I was going um, to say seven until he said seven. <laughs> 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 but we haven't had a seven this season. We had, you know, we had a couple last year. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, score predictions, preferred 11s and thoughts on anything else in the comments below. If you're enjoying the, the Build Up Show, don't forget to drop a like on the video as well. And if you want more Liverpool content, before and after every single game in depth and detail whether it's in video form or in podcast form get over to theredmentv.com check out our brand spanking new website uh, it looks absolutely incredible as I say the content's on there to match as well so yeah hope to see you there but if not we'll see you post-match this weekend Ta-da.